0: Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from nextreel.com We are, of course, looking at Jon Favreau's 2008 film, Iron Man. Back with me today is uh, Jonathan and Chris from the Minute Impossible podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? On today's show, we are looking at Minute 52 of Iron Man. The minute starts with Pepper losing to Tony's game of operation <laughs> and it ends with Tony letting Pepper know that he doesn't have anyone else. Oh, no. oh. Poor Tony. It continues the
1: cute scene. Uh, la- I think yesterday I called it meat cute. I meant to spell it M-E-A-T.
0: It's a meat cute because
1: <laughs> she's in up in his meat right now. Ah. Pulling stuff out and putting
0: stuff in. Ah. This minute is uh, definitely hardcore as we get She's pulling this this wire out, and then she's yanking this giant magnet out, which uh, obviously is a problem for him. This is a really uh, great minute. This, just a lot of <laughs> a lot of tension around this this everything going on in uh, Tony's chest here.
1: You know what? Yesterday we were talking about the energy from the reactor powering the electromagnet and i have decided the reason why he didn't go into cardiac arrest before she pulled it out was because magnets still work you don't have to be an electromagnet to be a magnet it's still magnetized so it was doing its job at least to a degree until she yanked it
0: yeah and she pulls it out and and and, and the cardiac arrest i guess it's it's just caused by the fact that he's uh, you know i mean he needs that magnet in his chest as we know, to keep the shrapnel pieces from penetrating his heart. That's what's keeping him alive. And so by pulling the magnet out, all of a sudden that is, I, I guess the shrapnel is just fast-moving shrapnel, and it instantly starts moving for his heart again.
1: That's weird, right? Uh, why would the shrapnel be moving, you'd think? But I guess it, it works its way through your body. I, I'm sure it's whatever it is is painful. Yeah, it must be because remember didn't he say he's the walking dead like this is something that's this like little minuscule tiny
2: yeah.
0: yeah it's so small that Jensen couldn't move, put, remove them but it is weird because it, it, you know you'd think that if there's a strong enough magnet in his chest and this is all movie logic, so you know, <laughs> you know. But you know, when you're analyzing it minute by minute, these are the sorts of conversations you have. When you have a magnet in your chest, you would assume that the magnet, if it's strong enough, is just going to pull it all out, and eventually, yeah, right. given time, all of that shrapnel would be stuck to the magnet, and he wouldn't have any in his chest. Like what happens in Iron Man Three, right? And then he just has a great big hole in his chest, and then they
1: have that thing, and the stuff just kind of flies out and hits the ma- Remember? Yeah, at the end, yeah, it, like at the end of the movie it is basically they've taken all the stuff out yeah. right right and i'm like well
0: i guess magnet technology's changed in the past 8 years <laughs> it's gotten much better
2: but yeah now he's got that big hole in the chest
0: yeah it's it is a, it is such a strange hole I, I just i'm always fascinated by this giant hole that he has <laughs> well, you found your title for the episode such, such a strange hole such a strange a hole. hole it's a um you know a great moment when she does yank that magnet out and i love that she just kind of keeps pulling you know she's just kind of she shocks him and then she instantly just kind of keeps pulling that wire as he's talking. <laughs> and he's, it's, it's just such a great reaction that he has because obviously all the alarms start going off. Everything is signaling on the monitor behind that, you know, he's probably, you know, that's probably the signal for the cardiac arrest. <laughs> and then my favorite line, which I don't think I ever actually heard or at least absorbed he's like i'm just going into cardiac arrest because you yanked it out like a trout lure (laughs) (laughs) and and also i wonder if they practiced
1: it or if a john favreau just went to her and said look he's going to do something and it's funnier if you just react maybe they didn't tell her that all the beeps and stuff was going to happen and that he was going to be like "Ah!" Uh, you know and they were like just pull on the cord like when he when he says pull this thing out just pull it all the way out yeah because it's so, it seems so real, as real as it can be. It seems so real between them, genuine between them, when he's like, hey, when you pull that out, make sure you don't pull out the part right. that's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's something else that I love about this is, is they allow these two to have overlapping dialogue. And I know it's it's something that you see more often, but back in the old days, they didn't want any actor to kind of overlap with their dialogue because it made it harder if they had to go in and do ADR and all that sort of thing. These two are clearly just talking over each other through the whole thing. And it works. It just is. It works so nicely. They, they have yeah. such great rapport and chemistry that it, it would feel almost stilted if they did that.
2: Yeah, certainly. I mean, I mean, it's one of those things that, that, you know, like Robert Altman used to always. I mean, I remember Robert Altman always got criticized for his overlapping dialogue, but it became his signature. And, and now, you know, it's very right. rare that you yeah. see a movie where they're not overlapping dialogue because it does seem stilted now with all these films when they're just talk, 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 and, you know, it doesn't seem right. That's like when Bruce Lee's fighting and, like, there's 20 people around him and one person attacks him at a time. <laughs> you know, it feels that, that's the sort of way it feels. It's like, why, why aren't they all attacking him right. at once, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's always what it, what it makes me think of when somebody's, like, reading a line and then they wait for the next person to read it. It just it doesn't feel natural to me. I love their, their chemistry in this scene and the way that they're talking, like, like you said, like real people would in this situation, you know, freaking out, feeling very you know nervous about it and not sure and afraid they're going to kill their boss you know so i think it plays really well yeah this seems like a terrible job (laughs) right yeah Uh, uh, being tony's assistant yeah she must get paid a lot we've seen her do some real awful things so far in this movie you know at this point you know and not awful like in a bad way but it's like like assistants have to do this stuff and you're like oh doesn't he have other people for those things (laughs) but he doesn't trust them he doesn't he has he has that and he has dunce
0: and he has uh the other one the robot arms uh, yeah d- dummy and dumb you right yeah and and happy and, and happy right but ha- and he, happy happy is just the driver though yeah exactly And so she's the only person who's around like and we were talking about this in earlier minutes because we were wondering if there were any other like does he have a maid is there a butler is there anyone in the (laughs) house or is it just pepper Jarvis who's well in Jarvis but like somebody that you know there's an earlier minute when the reporter Christine wakes up in the bed and there's like a, a bottle of champagne on the table next to her that wasn't there the night before And we're like, I can't imagine Pepper is running around like leaving these bottles of champagne in places. There must be somebody else. I just I have to think that because I can't imagine Pepper's doing all of this work. (laughs) But who knows, maybe she is. Yeah. I assume
1: he no, he's the he's kind of the um Lothario, so I think he's the one that put it out. Because remember he doesn't sleep much. That's true. We learn in three that he pretty much gets up early and works on you know what i mean he like you know he gets up when he has an idea
2: well even in this yeah even in this one yeah he's he's up and we're running around
0: yeah because because she wakes up at like uh seven in the morning or whatever it is and he's already downstairs in the workshop working on his car so
2: he is very howard hughes because at some point i don't know if they do it in this one or any of the other ones but i know in avengers the last avengers are one of them he doesn't like to have things given to him or touched so he she's like i'll take it because he doesn't like that's the third one the third one yeah
1: well, it's, it's through all the movies, yeah. but it's in the third one that he does that a couple of times yeah. where he has to, remember, he goes to pick up stuff and he keeps having Pepper. Oh, he does it in the second one, too. Yeah, he does it in the second one. Yeah, you're right. It is the
2: first Avengers movie, though. Yeah.
1: Second. Yeah. Second one. No. No, no first, first. first. Yeah. First Sorry. I'm, 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 I'll get there. Because <laughs> Coulson's
2: there. trying to give him something <sighs> and she gives it to Pepper instead. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. He's, he's, he's kind of Howard Hughesy, so... I imagine he doesn't have a lot of people around his house and so Pepper probably does do most of that stuff. She may be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she might. It is clean. It is very clean. Yeah,
2: it's very clean, yeah. Maybe he has robots that clean it up too, you know? I assume. There's a
0: bunch of Roombas. Yeah. Roombas and Bravas sweeping around. Like
2: a lot of Roombas. Like a (laughs) lot. He's got other dummies that, uh, like cleaning dummies. And ones that like
0: are
1: magnetic that like adhere to the wall so they can like get near stuff. Like you know closer to other things i mean his whole house is made out of like concrete so
0: yeah the, it should be theoretically easy to just kind of i mean you could almost yeah. just spray it down and just let the water drain out and it's clean oh that's what he does
1: at the top there's a <laughs> it, it fills with water every two days and then drains and then dries <laughs> and that's his house his house is one of those uh one of, the, one of those who who's who's it dyson that makes those cool hand dryers it's basically his house is by dyson he has to go in his house and like there's just wind blowing torrentially because he's trying to trying to dry. It's like uh, it's like Marty McFly's jacket from Back to the Future
0: 3 Two.
1: <laughs> Two.
0: it's one of those houses you don't want to uh, have uh, accidentally go off like when you're having a dinner party. Yeah. House cleaning <laughs> initiated. No, no, no. Cancel. Speaking of cleaning, this whole scene is done very cleanly. Uh, I mean, we're looking at three shots for this whole thing. It's very simple three camera angles, and I think not only does that help the actors play the scene, but I think in the context of the effects work, it actually enhances the believability of of what they're doing here, the way that she's digging around in there. I, I like that they kept it so simple with the way that they uh, uh, shot this scene. And you
1: notice they did a lighting effect where they have like a um, you know dentist operating yep. room light on his chest, so that way that also covers any imperfections between the because I can see it from the side in HD. You can see that it's a fake chest. Only when you see it from the side, because you can see his real skin up against it. But with the light on yeah. it, you can't tell. It looks basically right.
0: And the way that it moves, because obviously he's under it. So when he's breathing, it makes it look like it's breathing. Right. But all of that actually and ends up working really nicely.
1: I think they added something, because at second 48, if you look at his stomach... His stomach also breathes like it moves like you would like when you undulate when you breathe through your chest, your stomach kind of ripples a little. I'm wondering if there's a dude underneath pushing or something or they put in a pneumatic thing like a electron, probably electronic thing that like kind of just kind of a little bladder of air. And they just kind of have something because if you watch if when he moves his chest, it does move. And that can't be him doing because he's like 45
0: degrees at a different angle. I think it's all right on top of him. Like, I think it's I mean, obviously, there's that depth that there is. So it's probably, what, six inches. But I think it's all padded. So when he moves, it moves.
1: Yeah. There's some, I'm just wondering yeah. if he's standing up straight, though. And this suit go is the thing that's lying down because it seems like where his shoulders are. He's not at a, he's not standing up completely straight, but he's at a, like an angle, but a l- lesser angle than the rest of the body. The fake body. Yeah, because the body looks like it's at like, I don't know. Let's go to yeah. 45 degrees. It's at forty five degrees. And he's probably at like thirty degrees. And so yeah, that gives you that six to eight inches difference between his chest and yeah, the fake right, chest. Right. Again, you can only see it at like second fifty five. When he's looking to his left, you can see his shoulders and it it does look fake. But again, this is a you're not looking at that at that point, you're looking at her
0: face. You're not paying attention to those little details. Yeah.
1: So it's well played. Right. Well yep. well
0: played. Yeah, definitely.
1: How sterile do you think it is down there? Do you think because he has all this robotic stuff in his body, he has a different level of sterilization
0: that he needs? Do you think he's more like an engine? I had that note, too, because he has her come in because uh, she's got small hands. He looks at her hands. He doesn't even have her remove her ring. Or wash her hands or anything. He just has her just dive right in there. And I was like, shouldn't she sterilize first?
1: Because I assume it's all sterile goo it's goo, right? It's, it's just yeah. a bunch of goo. And right. It's not like his yeah. no, his heart's not. not in there. In this right. in this right. metal can, right? Yeah. Yes. His heart's right. behind exactly.
0: it. It's it, you're right. There's there's like it goes it yeah. my From what I've seen of, like, schematics of this, it kind of tapers at the very bottom, not quite, like, conical, but at the bottom it kind of ends and it has a little flat area, which is it's plugging into, and obviously that's where the the wire is uh, sticking out that she pulls out with the magnet, which was resting on the bottom. So she's not technically contaminating anything i guess i mean even if she gets germs in it it shouldn't really affect anything because it's all kind of a self-contained unit
1: and how does the new one work she's she's got the mark ii she's sticking it in his body and it looks like it's got three cords and she's going to attach it to where the magnet was and he kind of has a "Ah," shock
0: and then she adds it in what happened to the magnet part where is that now guess uh, about that is that, I mean, since obviously they're taking that magnet out, I'm assuming that this new one that he's designed has a magnet built into it. So it doesn't have to be two separate. Like into the wire that she into the wire part into or the into the body of the actual part. RT device. The, OK, yeah, the body. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, too. so
1: oh, when she was pulling that out, it was just something they had to like kind of put together to attach Correct. to it like they literally stuck a piece of long yeah. piece of wire right. attached to a big thing and then put the right. RT on top of it and that yeah. powered it somehow and now it's right. all just one yeah. chassis okay all right. again i'm good with it i'm easy
2: to please now, of course later that brings up the question later when he has to put in that old one again like how does he Oh do yeah! That? Does he still have that little? Right, you know, he does have to put the old one back in.
0: <laughs> that will be interesting to look at again because uh yeah, uh, when I get to that point, because he won't have that magnet, yeah. he'll just have to throw that in. So I guess we'll see.
1: Maybe he just has to eat like a ton yeah. of magnets. <laughs> he just he just he's just like ah, <laughs> he just eats like six magnets. He's like oh, it's oh, it's gonna hurt. But then he puts in the thing. It's like ah, it's all working.
0: I'm gonna have to look at that when I get to that minute, which will be I don't know another uh, thirty episodes from now or so to see exactly how that works and what i don't know i i'm i'm trying to remember even just now like exactly how that plays out they don't tell us yeah yeah he just
2: puts it in it's movie magic no we didn't see him put it in they don't show any of that yeah
0: yeah no he doesn't he obviously he didn't keep that on the magnet i mean he wasn't planning on keeping any of this as far as he was concerned he said incinerate it and get rid of it you know he doesn't want any of this so I, i guess that's not good forethought on on his part. I do love <laughs> halfway
1: through this minute that she stops while he's in cardiac arrest and talks to him. <laughs> right. And talks to him and tells him he's going to be okay and everything's going to be all right. And it's just like of all the times, <laughs> right? And that I
0: love and that. that to me is a little John Favreau comedy bit again. You know, he he has that and it also pairs nicely with the previous minute where he kind of stops her because she's p- too freaked out to go ahead and she's like you know, you're the most trustworthy person I know. And I feel like this is kind of her answer to that, but it's just done at the worst possible time. And it ends up playing for comedy, I think, quite nicely. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love Dumb too with his little suction, his little dentist suction yeah, right. thing. What's he doing there?
1: At, at like 36, he's like waiting. I guess he was there to get the discharge of plasma.
0: Yeah, although he never does at- anything. He's <laughs> It's always up high. Like, even they never pull it down ever. It's always just. I, initially when i first saw i'm like maybe he's the light but it's not it's it's like a suction tube that never gets used
2: it it does look like he is the light though it's kind of weird it looks like he's holding like a little like a little pen light or something <laughs> that's what it looks like he's holding is it moving with here i'm a gonna...
0: no he's just holding it the light doesn't move from like 30 when, when he's moving the light isn't so I, i'm pretty sure that it's not the light oh gotcha i hope it's a
1: little suction thing like a dentist thing you stick in yeah. your mouth because that's a hundred times better <laughs> even if it never gets used I wonder if they shot that. I wonder if it had a noise, like a, and they like stuck it on his, like had it like come down too close to his forehead and like suck on his forehead. And he'd just like, oh
0: my God, get away from me. A couple minutes ago, when, when we first come into the scene, you do hear a suction sound coming from it though. So um, it's just like a very brief little suction sound. So that made me think that it's a suction or an air hose. That's actually what we determined it was, is it blowing air to try to keep the area dry that's oh, that's what we're blowing
1: air not sucking oh so it's like a like a, oh so again he's like an engine yes it's just blowing things out of the way like dust and correct particulates right.
2: okay yeah. what's funny is you know it looks it looks like it's supposed to be the light though which it, is right right funny because it's it's placed right
0: about where the light would be correct on yeah. him
2: so i don't i don't know and then the light disappears at some point as well
0: so yeah, not in this minute, so we'll have to we'll have to keep our eyes on that in the next minute and see
1: not in this minute yeah, see we dummy, yeah, see what dummy too talking about
2: exactly.
0: the script here it's a strange conversation the way the script goes. it has comedy, you can see that the writers were kind of playing with it, but again, the script didn't end up feeling as funny or as natural as kind of what these two ended up having. It's this whole bit here, I'll just I'll read it real quick. Tony, listen, I'm going to lift off the old chest piece. Pepper, won't that make you die? Tony, not immediately. When I lift it off, I need you to reach into the socket as far as your hand can fit and gently move the housing away from my heart. Do you know which direction that is? Pepper, to the right. Tony, to my right. Your left. Pepper, to the left. Tony, right. Pepper, left. Tony, right. Left. <laughs> and then she reaches in to do the whole thing. That's a little too slapsticky, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'm like, God, this is this is what they were going to go with? It's It's kind of just this it is really slapstick it just was so silly and yeah i'm glad that they did not perform this as scripted because <laughs> it just doesn't work
1: we've had that happen in our movie in Mission yeah. impossible too yeah there's a yeah. lot of of script versus what was shot on the day <laughs> and you're like well oh, i'm so glad they didn't use yep, that right for right. ours it's love it's love based like love uh like like goofy talk like between the two people that are in love and it's just awful oh really
0: it's it's just claptrap. Yeah. oh yeah <laughs> Well, and, and, and you know, it is one of those things where they're kind of feeling it out on set and trying to find the right way to play it. And, um, and I think it works in the context here. Later in the scene, after she pulls it out, she says, Am I done? And he says, Yes, thank you. And it, her reaction is so strange, because she's like, Can I wash my hands now? And she's just <laughs> and then he's like, The new unit is much more efficient. This shouldn't happen again. And Pepper said, Good, because it's not in my job description. And Tony says, It is now. And it's it's like and then I pepper says I don't suppose you want to go over things and then Tony says can it at least wait until I install my new untested groundbreaking self-contained power source and life-saving device prototype
2: oh my god it, it, it's 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 like a first draft script obviously. it's what it sounds like so I'm grateful that that they went in and 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 really kind of rewrote it because I know they were rewriting as the days were yeah. shooting you know yeah uh, throughout it so I'm grateful that I mean now you know they've kind of got this Pixar. Sort of thing where they've got, you know, the, you know, factory sort of settings, if you will, of what works and what doesn't. And they've got a team of people that, that work on the script throughout pre-production and post and and they're constantly changing things up. And, and like I said, I think it, it reminds me a lot of Pixar. So you don't get a lot of that sort of stuff in the scripts anymore. You get more of the playful banners that you had um, in 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 the movies now that they created in yeah. this film. So, I mean... Uh, This film really set the pattern for how the dialogue runs uh, throughout the rest of the the universe now. It's true. There's very
1: little ADR. Like, I don't remember. I'm
2: sure there is. Yeah. Which
1: is just always a sign of lazy writing on the day because you know yeah. ADR is always like
2: ah we forgot to tell him or, or, or you can't get the or you can't get the
0: well it, well it depends I mean obviously if it's a noisy set then then sure. they need to do it but no but ADR is yeah. in
2: as in yeah. someone in the background
0: going or, or, hey
2: that guy over there's alive because yeah. you yeah, missed
0: right. the point of explaining that that, yeah, guy's that's, alive. that when you're seeing them shooting the actors from behind yeah
2: or, or, or it's a plot change you know that really adjusts things you know when they do a plot change like I talked about I think we talked about that in Mission Impossible One of our minutes where we they do a plot change because of something not working, so that's a throw in the ADR and the cut to somebody just listening to somebody talk, so you don't hear the other person talking. You don't get a lot of that in these Marvel movies. You get, you know, you see the people talking, and every once in a while, something cuts away to somebody else just listening, but it's not, 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 not very often anymore. I mean, in these earlier films, you did, but you don't see that plot, plot ADR, as I I like to call it. The only time you you have it is
1: in uh. Iron Man three, but that's the director's calling card is voiceover. It's not yeah. a trick. Yeah, exactly. Every movie he's ever they've ever done is no. you know Shane Black always does. He's got that, voiceover
0: so. to some degree in it. I look forward to talking about that movie yeah. one that these days <laughs> someday <laughs> two years from now. <laughs> gotta get through whole phase one first. Oy. Uh Toward the end of this one, we do have a, a wonderful exchange after uh, she gets everything fixed. And shocks him again, and uh, then he's got a great laugh, and she tells him, don't ever, 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 ever ask me to do anything like that ever again. And there's that really touching line that he has, but I don't have anyone but you. And again, it just goes to uh, their relationship, and I like that there's some subtext there. And he makes
1: a face. He's like, like, there's no one but you, and then he's kind of like, kind of like a, guess you're stuck with me.
0: Yep yeah it's i love the little, little lip curl it's a very robert downey jr sort of expression that he does yeah. there i like him yeah i like him a lot yeah yeah very much so it's good i don't have anything else for this minute what about you guys nope no I, i'm good on this minute do you guys want to uh, plug where you where people can find you again sure chris
2: go Plug it. <laughs> Where can we find us? Uh, we can you can find us at our Facebook page. The what is it? The Impossible yes. Mission Force is that correct? I, I can never remember these things, <laughs> guys. Why well, I never have you do these? we uh, on pick, Twitter you at, the right
0: guy for the job. <laughs>
2: I know I can't do these things. I'm horrible at them. You got to send me a list of Just all these things. So I forget them. Um, we're also on Twitter at. I got too much going on in life. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, also on, on Twitter at, at minute impossible, at Min impossible. Yep. And, uh, do we have, we have an Instagram. We do have an Instagram. That's right. (laughs) God, I don't remember. Okay. Okay. We have,
1: it's very easy. We're at minute impossible on Instagram (laughs) at Min impossible. M I N impossible on Twitter and our Facebook group, which is a listeners group is the impossible minute force. Go find it on Facebook. Uh, join us. I'll be inviting finding Andy tomorrow.
0: I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Well, that is it for today's show, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free over at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our Discord chat room and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Real. And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at patreon.com slash The Next Until next time, true believers.